late than never. That's something people say about menstruation. And also this podcast, a whole new pod, a podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. I'm back, Lucas Melby. And I'm here, Jacob Telejohn. And what's this? Is there a knock at the door? I don't want to be associated with this after the lead-in. <laughs> and this is where the, the in-studio audience goes, oh, and they all clap. And That's right. Sam Blazing making his triumphant Standing return. Standing ovation. As we tease him so often. Welcome back, Sam, to a whole new pod as we, te- as we tease our audience. You have fans. Does he know that? Yeah, when I say a whole new pod nation, that's actually not a thing. We don't actually have a fan base that we call anything because... We only have fans of Sam Blazing. We, we do have Samonites, <laughs> if you will. They're all, we only have Sam heads. <laughs> it's true. So Sam, they love how's you. It, how are you doing? It's been quite a while. Glad. <laughs> I think I looked back. The last episode you were on was Get a Clue, which was episode 38. And oh, this it's... is episode 56. And that was uploaded September of 2020. Wow. So it's been like nine months. Yikes. So I understand why people have just been... Frothing, frothing wanting that sam back you yeah. know dustin he's he's fun but you know he's a little more reserved and sam sam is raw sam yeah sam raw like eddie murphy we have to 21 <laughs> plus our episodes normally when he's on uh you know you might get a little tipsy <laughs> listening to this episode yes so we are a little late getting this up, but that's so we could get Sam on here. And we had actually been very consistent with our two-week upload schedules for yeah. like six months. Uh, but we've got some plans to maybe reset some stuff to keep it rolling. But that's why we haven't had Sam in so long is because, you know, it's much easier for us to just schedule Telejohn and I. But yeah. you know what? We're excited to have Sam here. Before we get in, is there anything you wanted to share about... Uh, now you see it that you weren't able to do on the episode that you weren't able to make it to, Sam? Uh, yeah, it was a real shitty movie. It, it, it was, <laughs> it was a real shitty. It was a real shitty movie. And, you didn't uh, like all the, the no, magical? No. I thought it was a shitty cut that the pigeons did in, and then they were like, oh, let's <laughs> just make this part of the movie. And the fucking uh, knights fighting looked real shitty. Uh, yes. Yeah, we, everything yeah. we covered in the main character was shitty. The only good he part was, was the fill of a future girl that could keep things going. Uh, yeah, rolling. no, the the magic boy was, was, jerk. was awful. And all like the other him. magicians were also very bad at acting. Yep, Disney Channel in a nutshell. And but then that girl grew up to be nobody. Uh, she was on some stuff. We yeah, talked we, about we she was on. Her. She was in Easy A, and she was also on. She was the hot zombie. So. Yeah. If you say that's nothing, I let's do. talk about the CW. Let's song. talk about Christy Carlson Romano, right? Christy oh. Carlson Romano is an American treasure. Two hit sitcoms, Melby. One porno. What was the second one? Even Steven. Well, what was the first one? That was the first one. Kim second Possible. One Kim Possible. Kim Possible's not a sitcom. We watched Kim Possible. It was a situational comedy. Yeah. Uh, granted, it was, it was a cartoon. It was an extravagant one. Oh uh, yeah, I mean the definitions of sitcom is. So broad that it shouldn't even really be a genre. The whole loop led it to be a wrong. It was it was a little sexy tonight. Tonight we watched it at like four o'clock. All right, so we watched the Kim Possible movie, or as it's titled, Kim Possible colon So the Drama. So the drama. You guys, I mean, it's been a while since you've watched Kim Possible, but you know it a little better than me. 
Is that like a thing she says a lot? Drama, yeah. So the drama or th- whatever? Yeah, I think uh, so. I don't remember her mentioning drama at all. I she does say something about time. drama at one point in the movie, so yeah. that's why I kind of filled in. I'm like, oh, that must be a catchphrase. It probably is with like that popular girl they don't no, like. No, it's all, she was a freshman when it started. Now she's a senior oh. and everyone's starting all the drama. No, oh. not, not that she's like a you sophomore, ladies know what I'm talking so about soft the drama. That was oh. a bad joke. That yeah. was a bad joke. <laughs> Most of my the ladies know what I'm talking about when they all have their boobs coming in, and it's all my boobs are bigger than your boobs. All right, that's, that's what this. That's all right, ladies and gentlemen, about. this is what you want. Raw. <laughs> Sam is Eddie Murphy. That's exactly the whole movie. Is that she goes all jealous? Yes. Because Kim Possible's right triangles are bigger than her right triangles. Wow. Are you sure they're a full ninety degrees? I don't know. I didn't Anyways. Get, I didn't get my protractor out. So, Sam, bring in the Kim Possible knowledge already, as has been the case with basically this entire podcast. Yes. I didn't have cable for my most of my childhood, so didn't see Disney Channel original movies. Definitely didn't see Kim Possible. Most of my exposure to it has come from... Pornography. Exactly. Cosplay porn. <laughs> That's, uh, you know. like, oh, oh, what's the sitch, Kim? I was just going to say, <laughs> tell me what the sitch is. Certain corners That's of the Melby. internet <laughs> uh, where <laughs> they have the characters and the characters, they get along very well. Very well. Villains and heroes, everybody's uh, into each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> into each other. All right. So Kim Possible, so the no, drama. Actually, I don't think it's cosplay porn that Melby's into. I think it's just animated. <laughs> Uh, yes. I mean, I can't say I've seen too many Kim Possible cosplayers. When the internet goes out, he just makes a little flip book that you can look oh. at. <laughs> you think I have actual artistic ability? <laughs> have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> All right, so Kim Possible opens up in a fashion that I enjoy because, yes. hey, this You is... love Japan and all things Asian? Eh, sure. But this is clearly a show that had been running. I looked, this movie came out within season three yes. of the show. And I think it is kind of just treated as three episodes within season three, but just really? condensed into a single movie. Maybe when they replay it, you know, they show it one night, one third, and then yeah. the next night, the other. But it is the shortest Disney Channel movie we watched so far, which was nice. It was, according to Disney Plus, 69 minutes. So wow. Very 69. nice. And it gets right into the action because we're supposed to already know these characters. Yes. And we get an action scene, as Sam alluded to, is in Japan or yeah. Little Tokyo in like some city. How yeah. is it going to be Little Tokyo when there's that much Japan I mean, all over be, the place? It could be uh, like Big Hero 6, San Francisco or oh. some cyberpunk future kind of place. But It it's... takes place in 2003. <laughs> 2005. <laughs> oh, five. So this is, it's Mr. Nakasumi or something? Yeah. He's... So I thought right. he could like the mayor of this town. He's just some toy inventor, but there's yes. like a parade going on for his toys. Uh, well, they have parades popular. about Hello Kitty over there, uh, as I've been told. Yes. Well, I don't know about that, but I think he's very much. They talk about how he makes all these cute characters, and I yeah. think it's very much supposed to be. Uh, it's uh, oh, why can't I remember the name? There's a company that has made all like Hello yeah. Kitty and a lot of other cute yeah. toys. Are us? I think it's Sangrio. Uh, it wouldn't be the first Sangria. time uh, on this show, or maybe Sanrio. I where I like I know something and I look it up ahead of time and then I say it on the podcast and I get it completely wrong. Like in the 
now you see it episode i brought up the the amazing randy but in yes. the episode i called him the great randy I'm like <laughs> while we were watching the movie i looked up his name and i'm like oh now i know for sure what it is and then i say on the podcast confidently but i'm completely wrong and that happens basically every episode that's fine and only half of them are when i am very confidently telling jacob he's wrong and then he turns out to be right was i right again about something uh, there was I think, something I think that we've came covered. up there was another thing though too. there might have been something in buffalo oh, dreams well. that i said you were wrong about that's that fine. you were right about but that's kim fine. possible there's this parade with this toy guy. Uh-oh, it's the the villain lady, Shigo. Shigo. Who is the the green and black suited lady. Yes. She's got like green lantern hand magic she, powers. She, yeah, she maybe. looks like she glows. And she's in a, a jet plane, I think. Yeah. Then there's like ninjas attacking him. So it's a very like oh they're crazy. like big though. They're not like they're not like small ninjas. They're, they're like small wrestlers. Small ninjas. There's oh, one they? big one. Yeah. One, one, oh, the one big one. You focus I, I, on the fat one. Yeah. Much like with the ladies. Wow. What? <laughs> uh, so this is very much, and we'll get this in the title sequence. Kind of a James Bond opening action sequence. Or even an Indiana Jones where you get your main character doing some cool shit. So Kim Possible bursts out, starts fighting the ninjas. Then one of the ninjas goes in an offensive uh, Japanese accent. He goes like, this is impossible. (laughs) And then she goes, no, but that's real close. Yeah, Yeah, Kim Possible. Possible. It was not that offensive. (laughs) It wasn't. Was mine offensive right there? That was about as offensive as it was. And then we get Ron stoppable who can't break through uh, like the balloon yeah. that's holding him or yeah. whatever he's stuck so the toy guy rips small and his naked mole rat friend rufus, rufus which is basically all i really do is like rufus naked mole rat. i knew about the naked mole rat but that was about all i knew about kim yeah. possible i've seen that naked mole rat go places Whoa. Uh, so then we get you're a, a porn. You're animated porn. <laughs> I mean, you're making. Ron, get that Mike and Roll rat all up in my. You're making the subtext <laughs> text. Uh, so then we get some goofy stuff like uh, Kim flying through the air with the, the greatest the, of ease. The toy guy in her yes. arm, and she's talking to her friend Monique about like school drama like oh my god bonnie's no, back together with this guy around with him the guy's got a hook yeah okay I, got she go hooked him with her jet there's with a her, lot going on yes with her there is. arcade style hook yes she, she like clawed <laughs> she clawed him claw machine did there you go and yes. then kim possible put on her rocket skates, her rocket skates and caught up to him will be called back later yes definitely when melby back. was in the bathroom and ron stoppable <laughs> tried to use his but he didn't wear them. He wore his briefs. Whatever Rocket briefs. briefs. So it's one of like at least three times we see Ron in his boxers. On these, yes. They end up thwarting the, the villainous plot. They save Mr. Nakasumi. And then we yeah. get treated to very much a reference to James Bond. A very stylized. Yes. It was very cool. Intro sequence with a, a more dramatic singing version of the Kim Possible theme song. In different colors. Yeah, yeah. they're all they're all different colors. Same, watched, oh, it's yellow. We've now watched it's blue. over fifty Disney Channel original movies. This is by far one of the better Best title sequences. Opening. Primary yes. colors. It was good. But I mean, it's not like that wasn't the theme song to Kim no, Possible. It was or a, like it, the it was a new rendition. Sequence. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it was sung by... Or no, it, was, it wasn't sung by... I don't know who it was sung yeah, by. Yeah, I, I don't know. So then they're flying back on a plane somewhere with Nakasumi. Yeah. Who, this is where it brings up kind of the, the comparison to him being like a Hello Kitty creator. Yeah. Ron's pulling what, in some Japanese... Thing? 
What? The whispering thing has to do with the Hello Kitty thing? Oh, yes. So they think he speaks Japanese, but he speaks English perfectly fine. He just likes to whisper in his aid's Yeah, he's ear. one of the only Japanese people in the movie that doesn't have an accent when he speaks That's true. Exactly. That is he's true. Probably not raised. He's like, I, I speak perfect English. I yeah, just like he, to whisper. he likes to whisper to his assistant, which is clearly a sex thing, <laughs> if I've ever seen one before. Or hey. is she really the brains behind the operation? He's just oh. like, I like milk. Uh, this is not. And the then case. she turns it into something cool. businessy. I mean, that would be yeah, a very classic kind of thing in these kind of roles. But it's not. He's just a toy creator, and he does show up a couple more times in the movie. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does, because he says, "Oh, those are my toys coming out." That's of- the only other time he's in the movie. Eh, so <laughs> one more time, as opposed to a couple times. I think he's probably in there for like half a second another time. He is not. Anyways, Kim Possible, she's so cool that she's got a parachute jump from the plane to get home. She doesn't wait to get to the airport. You know, traffic's says, a bitch. We'll get out so. here. And they look at her like, whoa, 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 what? Which, this is dog, because this is the early 2000s. And this is where I was informed by Sam, because I'm asking these questions because I know nothing about Kim Possible, but everybody knows who Kim Possible is. So it's not a a Batman, Bruce Wayne type of situation where she she has to hide her spy identity. No. Picture, uh... America Drake and Jake Long. <laughs> yes. Kirsten Dunst and Bring It On, but also she saves the world, like, every week. Yeah, so that's why a big part of this with, you know, minor spoilers for the rest of the podcast you're going to listen to. She's a cheerleader. Is that Ron and Kim, you know, they get together or whatever in this movie. But the idea that, arc. like, Kim in a scene coming up soon is made fun of for not having a boyfriend. It's like, everybody in this fucking school would be... Howling like her. wolves, steam would be coming out of Drooling. their ears, eyes rolling back in their head. They would not, because as it's referenced later on, she's a prude. I mean, sure, but that doesn't stop. She says she's a prude, but it's implied that she she's wants not. a man. But uh, just because a girl is a prude doesn't stop guys from Have you been her. around in high school? I mean, nope, never. I skipped four skipped years. High school. <laughs> so then we are introduced or. For this movie, but everybody should know, uh, mom and dad, possible. Yes. Who are both doctors. One's a a brain surgeon, the other's a rocket scientist. Yes, very smart family. The kids, the brothers, are also geniuses. uh, Do they call them the Tweebs? Because they're twins and No, that's what Kim calls them. The parents don't call them (laughs) Tweebs. They're twins. The twins. Hey, this is a whole new world for me. The twins. They, like, burst in on some rockets. Yeah. Not on, but they're, like, driving them, right? Yeah, not at this point. They're, like, remote control. Yes. The dad mentions briefly something called the Hephaestus Project, which I know. And he almost deletes you. Which I know well enough by this point. We're going going too fast here. Melby said, oh, these wouldn't be dangerous because they're just missiles. They can't explode. You didn't realize projectiles kill people. Yep. I just thought all bullets are actually explosives. Kim Possible destroys them with a frying pan. Kim Possible is an educational program. So yes, the Hephaestus Project was something I'm like, will this matter? And I'm like, nope, I've seen enough DCOMs to know that if it's in there, it's going to be relevant. And it does, of course, come back You were too busy thinking about God of War 3. It's like, yeah, I banged Hephaestus' wife. See, and and here... here Here's when he's the guy that is he married to Aphrodite? I believe so. Festus, isn't that like the creepy uncle? No, he's the god of Greek god of fire. Oh, and uh, blacksmithing. So, but yes, he almost accidentally deletes it. 
The Hephaestus Prophecy. Yes. But then he says, oh, it's all up here anyways. It's in my mind, my memory. That's never going to come up again. But she go returns ever. to her secret lair, which is uh, stated on a sign in front of it that says secret lair. So, As uh-huh. it should be, because yeah. that's hilarious. That's and good. she meets up with Dr. Draken, so these two are... At least recognizable to me as very primary antagonists for Fuck Kim buddies. Possible. Yeah. Uh, I've heard mention of some senior, senior, senior or whatever. Yeah. I do not know Senior, who that senior, is. senior. And senior, senior, senior junior. junior. But they're not in this They're not in this They're not yeah, in this Yeah, but Telechon was like, oh, there's senior, senior, <laughs> junior. <laughs> I, I, I didn't remember Dr. Draken's name, but I remember the senior, senior, senior. Senior, senior, <laughs> senior. This isn't a Jet Jackson situation where I just assumed the villains in that movie were actually characters from the TV show, which they weren't at all. These are real yes. characters. She has multiple villains, but I only remember these yeah, two I mean, and then is... the other one. Primary. There was that know, wrestler the with, the, with the metal foot. This scene is basically just setting up like, hey, they're up to something. Yes. What are those guys up to? Yes. Uh, we see Kim at cheerleader practice, and this is where Bonnie makes fun of her for not having a BF, which Bonnie I Bonnie thought... would be Big Red from Bring It On. Okay. Just so you know. So BF in this case is boyfriend, not, not best, best friend. friend which... No, I was buttfuck. But, I mean, but if Kim's a prude, maybe that's but okay fuck. for her. Oh, yeah. Everyone else is buttfucking, and that's the big deal. So, and this is especially a problem it's because... like silly bands. <laughs> The nineties were like you do com- stuff and I then you get silly forgot bands. about silly bands being a thing because I saw that was a thing. I follow like a, a Twitter account of old memes yeah. and it was something like, "Hey, for 2015, this was the item of the year. You just have to show them this picture." And I'm just like, "Why?" It's just like line art of a dolphin and like a a, yeah. a, a pumpkin. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" But then I look at <laughs> the comments and said, "Oh yeah, silly bands." That's yeah, cool. I can say I never owned a silly band. It's because according to the news, you had to do sexual favors to get a silly band. Like how people used ring pops at raves so that they wouldn't grind their teeth as much. And that's why my mom wouldn't let us have ring pops as a kid. Oh my. Because drug users sometimes used ring pops. (laughs) Shout out to my mom, who I know is not listening to this podcast. Yeah, shout out C. I I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons because Bart Simpson was a bad influence, but my dad watched it, so I just watched it with him. And my I mom wasn't couldn't able do anything to watch about The it. Simpsons for a long time, and then there was one time where I was like homesick, yeah. and after a long day, my dad came home, and it's my like, mom Fuck was it. home, just watch it, and we were just like, eh, and he's like, turn on The Simpsons, and then I was like, whoa. <laughs> My You're mom was there, better. and then he's just like, eh, whatever. And then from that day on, you know, the seal was broken. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, yeah. This is how I win. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the big deal that she doesn't have a boyfriend is because prom is coming up. And, yes. oh, what, you're going to go to prom with not a boyfriend, just your actual friend? So all Ron? the people on the cheer cheer team are like, well, he, he's dating the basketball captain. He's dating the baseball. Well, Bonnie even says that they hooked up, and I'm like, that kind of yeah. means a little something yeah. extra. Yeah, the butt fucking. They hooked up. And then Kim is going to be left with the chess captain or something. Or worse. Or Ronald. Ron burst in. The villains go to a uh, secluded seedy villainous yes. hotel called the bermuda triangle yeah the sign is just a bunch of ships going by and one of them sinks and it's hilarious 
and they're meeting up. Speaking water's of hilarious, green. Everything's green. Speaking water's of hilarious, green. They're there to meet Big Daddy Brotherson. Big Daddy Brotherson. Who, unfortunately, from his name, is kind of just like a fat guy. Like, yeah. not really that uh, There's a girl funny. singing. She sounds good. Yeah. She has lips. Should we talk about the lips yeah, and the characters? Yeah, going to start with the lips. Uh, I mean, this shouldn't be news to anybody who watches uh, Kim Possible, but <laughs> all of the girls are stylized where they have, like, big upper, upper lips. Lip. Yeah, Melly couldn't they, stop staring at those lips. But then it's they like, don't have, oh, yeah. like, a big lower no lip. Lower. So then it just looks like when they're not talking that they have a mustache. Mustaches. And, you know, now you can't unsee it. They're like the Energizer Bunny. The singer, though, she does have two lips. Because she's wearing lipstick. Yes. Or because she's an adult. <laughs> so yes. when you're an adult you eventually get a second look <laughs> so yeah ron and kim they do learn maybe from wade wade's the kind of tech guy in the chair yes. the do, cube, do, do, do. thank you voiced by smart guy he, who is a smart guy and this is well. a smart guy so then they're showing up there sneaking in with disguises uh while there's kim gets naked in front yes, of ron this is her first naked it time this is the second heavily naked. implied that she's naked in front of well yeah, yeah. ron's like kind of peeking the, the creators of this show know what's going on ron ron's is staring ron directly is at them he's rufus peeking. covers his eyes you see her bare legs yeah. when she gets out of her sweatsuit and she puts on a black wig right yeah but then she gets immediately spotted for by shigo as being impossible so yes. it's like why even bother going into disguise because the people that wrote this had weird uh weird sexual intentions stuff. But when they're sneaking like in, Melody. they're going yeah. through an air vent, allegedly. Uh, Lipstick. <laughs> they're allegedly going through an air vent. <laughs> they're going through an air vent. Ron has some wire cutter thing. He uses it Lipstick. accidentally. It, it, was, it was the lipstick that he got from Kim. You are glossing over everything. I mean, we can't Kim do possibly use her laser lipstick, and then Ron tries to follow her, and she goes, Ron, ladies' room? And that sets up the next poker thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Is yes. He tries to use his... He falls through the air vent, walks into a room, and it's a high-stakes He's known game. as the kid. There's like a, a Texas cowboy there. Yes. I can't really remember who the other people were. But oh. They didn't have any lines. Villainous stereotype. He's like, hey, are you the kid? Yeah, and he says... Yeah, sure. Sure, yeah, that's me. As only Eric Matthews can. <laughs> Unfortunately, I kind of was hoping this was going to be like really funny like, yeah like like ron, ron, ron wins a million so bucks Wait, of what ron oh, yeah, you were you were expecting a very ron. rounders-esque poker scene I, I don't know i was expecting something ron wins a million so this is all happening and then kim starts fighting shigo because shigo spots her she loses because i think ron stumbles out or he causes something to go awry yeah. because he's ron and then draken gets what he needed from big daddy Brotherson, Brotherson. And then, you are just glossing over everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna like talk about he all the goes action up choreography. To, he goes up to Big Daddy, and she's like, "You got the password?" And he goes, "No." Okay, yeah, I, I'm going over all this because it wasn't go funny. Go. It was very funny. <laughs> and she goes, "He likes the password." No, I mean, she gives him the password, which is Neener, Neener. And then he eventually says, "Oh, I've had enough of your silly games." And then she says. He gets thrown out again. Oh, he likes the silly games. Yes. This was hilarity at its finest. <laughs> likes the silly games. So then they're at school, Ron and Kim, and they're kind of having an awkward moment because Kim is feeling self-conscious about not having a boyfriend. So she's like, oh, do I need to go with Ron? Ron kind of thinks the tension's there just because he fucked up the mission. Which he shouldn't because he did it every episode. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, and then in the end, <laughs> saved the day. Yes. So Kim goes home and she's trying to talk to her dad. And she's like, I want to talk about the birds and the bees. Sex, baby. You, you know, want to talk about She's like, I want to talk about boys. Me. But then she's singing that song to her dad. <laughs> yes. You know, Christopher Romano. So then she's a good singer. The dad yeah, calls... she's a good singer, but she's not going to sing about having sex with her dad. <laughs> with, with Except Rob. for when Melby imagines it. Oh. No, oh. I would not be into that. Why? It's two now anime characters going at it. <laughs> Mama. Uh, the dad's like, I don't want to talk about boys. So he calls up the mom who's in the middle of brain surgery. And the mom is like, hey, what's up? And then Kim's all like, Bonnie's got a boyfriend and I don't. And she, she I'm going to have to go with way Ron cooler to the prom. And then the mom's like, what's wrong with Ron? And Kim's like, I guess nothing. All right, problem solved. But no, no they're like, she's on, she's on speakerphone. And everybody's like, my son, Kevin, he would date you. Because we're saying everybody would date Kim Possible. Who was the captain of the chess team? Oh, yeah. This oh, is an airtight yes. script. It's, it's a perfect movie. It's, yes, the whole, the whole loop. When you don't gloss over it like Melvi does. No, this is why you're I'm here gonna to nickname fill in the Melby Hollywood because he's whitewashing over everything. Uh, sure. That was a great oh. joke, and I stand by it. Words don't need to mean the things that they normally mean. Yeah, so she kind of is like, okay, maybe Ron isn't so bad. But then Ron, taking his slow scooter to work, yeah. to work, to school. to school the next day, he's pulling into his because Kim is spot. walking faster than he is on his scooter, and yes, that's hilarious. Yes. It's so funny. And Ron Rufus, is the best. Rufus has put on speed goggles or something. He is, wear. and it was also hilarious. So Ron's trying to park his scooter when a guy on a motorcycle pulls up. Who is that? It's the new kid, Eric. Eric. My initial feeling is he's going to be a love interest, which means he might be a villain. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I was right. Which one is he? He's both. Both. The hottest combination. Are you going to edit out his burp there? going to keep that in? No, that wasn't a burp. Both. That's just a... Uh... So, Telegon, if he edited the podcast, would know that, like, uh, when you really enunciate, like, T's and P's and stuff like that... It doesn't sound good because <laughs> it makes these weird noises, and then I have to go in and cut them out because people don't like to listen to them. Uh, so is this going to be in the podcast? So this right one now? will be in there to yeah. illustrate is this whole conversation. Absolutely, there? almost any time I talk about editing and how much work I need to do, that stays in the. It's can. It stays. Especially in the pod. if it's to uh, illustrate how Telejohn makes me mad. Sometimes. Yes, always. Telejohn burps, Telejohn yawns, Telejohn <laughs> drinks water from plastic crunchy bottles yeah. all the time. It's all in there. I'm talking next to an air conditioner. It maybe is echoing. You know, if you've listened to this many episodes, you know what to expect. You from know. Uh, but what you can't the expect. original odd couple over here. <laughs> what you can't expect is when I always want the love interest in these decoms to be the villain. But in this one, he actually will be. Yes. yes. So, again, it's the perfect You movie. can just stop listening now because Millie ruined it for you. So Ron's Spoiler. given Eric a tour of the, the school and he's saying, oh, look, it's the lunchroom. And then he, oh, Eric says... God. Melby, you're still glossing over the hilarious Ron joke. Oh, no, I, I was actually going to say this one, but you can go ahead and take it. Which one were you saying? Uh, about the lunch lady? No. Oh, okay. So the like, one that was I, less funny? Than no, that. he's like, I can show you everything around here. He goes, where do I go to find out what classes I have? He goes, I don't follow the day-to-day. -day. I'm more of a big picture guy. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, all right, all right. 
Ball. So then uh, they're panning over the lunchroom, and Eric says, oh, who's that? And we see Kim getting food from the lunch lady, and Ron says, oh, that's the lunch lady. Watch out for her. And then <laughs> Eric's like, no, Kim. And then Kim. Ron's like, oh, we're besties. And you don't know Kim Possible? She does all of her own that's stunts? That's true. He doesn't know Kim Possible, but which he... immediate red yes. flag. Yeah. Because everybody knows Everybody Kim knows Possible. who Kim Possible is. Uh, and then they kind of introduce to each other, and then it's immediate... Love at first sight between Eric and Kim, and Ron is like, I fucked up. After this, we then we immediately see like a three-minute segment of Kim and Eric just dating. And then Ron her being a sitting third poorly wheel. on a swing set. Yeah, she's very crouched on it with her feet on the seat yeah. instead of sitting on it. But I guess maybe, hey, I don't know. Actually, I probably wouldn't know what kids were maybe doing on swing sets in 2005. And I don't think it was this. I believe what they were doing. I in was our... too old for swing sets in 2005, but I wasn't a creep like Melvin yeah, was. Yeah, I guess 12. It's like, oh, look at all these school. kids on the swing set. But then what kids did I, when I was... Looking out his front porch window. <laughs> There's no swing set outside my front porch. There uh, it is. It's over there. It's just a park. There's no swing set there. Uh, when I was in, like, fifth grade in elementary school, the cool thing was to... Try to go over the swing Yes. Side, Nobody which, ever did, right? Or did they? I don't know, but it was insane that people tried to people swing tried. over the bar. Yeah. We had a swing set in our backyard when we were younger. I don't feel like it that's, was, like, possible. It wasn't really, like, adjusted for when we got, like, older. And there was one time my brother, Brody, was he was getting some speed. And oh, man. I He might have gone over or something. And what? Like, but he, like, hit his... He hit his face or something on the ground because it was, Jesus. like, adjusted for kids' height, and he was probably, like, in middle school or something. Oh, my. Kids be crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Back to Kim Possible. So, yes, Ron's all sad because he's like, wait, Kim is hot. Damn. Yeah. And so Eric's he hot, too. Say should have tapped that ass. He, uh, you're ruining the arc of it. <laughs> he's jealous that Kim is spending all the time with her. He doesn't realize he has feelings for her. I yeah. think he kind of does. He does not. So Eric comes over for pizza with Kim's family, and also Ron's there, <laughs> which... Because Ron's it, the best. I mean, it's understandable yes. because he's a friend of the family, but like in this situation where the boyfriend may be meeting the family for the first time, Ron doesn't really have a place there. But he, he kind of realizes this soon, and then I think he, he leaves because he's mad. And well, you also glossed over another point. Well, he's yelling in a, a megaphone No, you glossed or over the thing that happened right before that, where well, Kim's dad gets kidnapped. I, I, was, gonna, I was definitely going to bring that up. Yeah, that. but it happened before the scene you were talking about. You know, time is And I want to bring up the fact that her dad wants to order bacon pizza. That sounds awful. So I think bacon it's later pizza. clarified that he just likes bacon as an additional topping because the pizza that they have set aside for him clearly looks like it has more toppings on it than just bacon no those are just different colored bacon They're like yellow bacon <laughs> yes yellow bacon green bacon so yes uh kim finds out i think from wade or she calls her dad or something he's been kidnapped by draken yes. who is going after the festus project but then the dad deletes the files of the festus project but then he says, ha-ha, I have it all in my head. And so Dr. Then, Dragon's like, well, I can extract your memory, because I have a new something yeah, ray. In yet another scene that Melby failed to bring up. I, I was literally just talking about it. No, before that, after the Bermuda Triangle, they're at his lair, and they're walking by all the stuff he's doing. Oh. 
You know, Teenage girl simulation, the brain extractor, right? Oh. The synthro drones. This is just setting up, like, things that... Yes, I'm not saying that like, this stuff came out of nowhere, you know, but there are certain details that are not I'm relevant. just saying as a story, th- those are three things that come up very majorly later yeah, on. Yeah, but the, the listener of this podcast, they don't care. Okay, all right, write in <laughs> if you think Melby's full of shit and you're very confused. Write well, in if you care. Write in, care the off, Melby's an asshole, uh, 123 Main Street, oh, Man- yeah. Mankato, Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> uh, so then they go and rescue the dad. He's in like an octopus tank, and then Ron eventually gets grabbed by the octopus too because he sucks. Kim's fighting some droids that are filled with goop. Syntho drones. Oh my god, Melby. It's been brought up so many times are by they, me. Were they something in like the show a lot? The no, they were brought drones. up for this. For this specific. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they kind of had the reveal where they kind of popped out of the ground and they were like exactly. a new They were like a new deal. Like Darth Vader coming up for the first time. Yes. They were all screaming no. The reveal. So it's like, oh, this seemed like it was going to be a trap. And it was because they got, like, attacked by those guys. But then it's like, oh, we saved Dad. So what was Draken's plan, And how really? did they save Dad? That Telejohn called it. Uh, oh, there's a laser that's that shooting at shooting Impossible. At yes. And then she was jumping on all the Syntho drones. And then the laser... Sh- and Well, she used Dear a listener, little... you were probably wondering, what happened there? Because Melby said, it's a trap. And then, <laughs> oh, they got away. Well, as the listeners used... maybe know, is when there's like a, an action sequence of like, usually it's a sports sequence. That is a sign for me that I don't actually need to pay attention to anything we that happens it. except for the final result yeah. because it doesn't matter. So she uses oh. a pocket mirror to reflect the laser's beam back at itself to then cause self-destruction. Did that actually happen? Yes. I don't recall. So, that yeah, she does cool spy shit. I shouldn't, like, gloss over it because... Yes, doing no, a bit. She's, she's going like this. And I the thought laser you were doing a bit. No, the laser so, hits Oh, it. she was checking her makeup like no. women do. And then, so, yeah, wow. unlike half-court miracle where the Jewish kids are playing basketball. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe the play-by-play for this, since it's actual action fighting scenes, is more worthwhile to cover. Yes. But, Judah hey, McAvee. I have never claimed to be perfect. The Judah no, McAvee can possible. You were just upset that you didn't see some actual cheerleading. Oh. Like in the show. We actually didn't, did well, we? I will no. say that we later saw on. They, did a, they did a pyramid that they fell, collapsed. And then she put her hand on her ass. And they, I mean, uh, not her own ass. That's <laughs> another lady's ass. It's, it's no secret and then Melby that I love high school <laughs> drama stuff. So I would have been more on board for more high school stuff and yeah. less... Yeah, there really, there really wasn't a lot of high there school There was high stuff. school drama to beat the band. So the drama. And you just... Oh, I want to know about her class schedule. What about her grades? This also, is about the popular kids. You know, I watch Harry getting Potter. Getting laid and making fun of each other I about not getting Potter laid. And I'm like, I want to see what's in the second semester of Professor Flitwick's class. I really hope Voldemort doesn't show up this semester. <laughs> you are such a fucking nerd. Uh, and I will say there will be an action scene later on in the movie. And in classic no me fashion, I went to the bathroom during it. No, no. Because <laughs> I'm like... They're going to win. I don't really care what happens in this one. It's true. So at this point, it should be mentioned that their favorite taco restaurant, which is kind of their central perk hangout spot. There's a subplot going on here uh, where the management of the taco restaurant has changed. And it seems to be a sinister manager in charge there. 
And this is some of my favorite stuff with Ron, where he's got kind of a a friend who works there who's very much the the nerdy guy from The Simpsons who works at Krusty Burger mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Yes. Or yes. just like voiced by the nerdy guy in Greece. Ron This guy's whack and then Ron's like, eh, whatever. That actually happens later on in the movie. They just go there for the first time now, but I'm not the one summarizing stuff. It's implied and maybe not fully spelled out at this point that Draken has actually taken over the management not of the at taco this chain. time. It's hinted at. No, they're like, we got rid of the special that you like, and Ron flips out, and then Eric's spending all the time with Kim, and he's like, oh, times are a-changing. Damn you, Bob Dylan. Well, and speaking of Ron being sad, he is back in the past because he's in a, a treehouse that presumably him and Kim used to hang out in. Used to. Keyword used to. Kim meets up with him there, and Ron's all sulking because Eric's so hot. So hot. Melody's not going to mention the hilarious joke that happens there. Uh, Enlighten me. She goes up, it's like, no girls allowed. How long has that been there? Ron's like, oh, it's been there forever. And then Rufus pushes a paint can out of the way and then kim puts her hand on the and wet paint the wet and she's like oh oops. she's like it's blood that's <laughs> hilarious so they kind of make up here and it's still like well kim's still with uh eric but they've kind of rebuilt their friendship but can guys ever really be just friends with girls just yeah. friends i wouldn't know <laughs> uh and then i think it's prom pretty much oh no eric asks kim to prom no no you skipped over another hilarious joke you can just say what the joke was without spelling out that (laughs) i forgot eric comes out oh i'm letting the listener know how badly you're doing summarizing this film all right eric comes over is like hey kim it's like oh that's eric and ron's all pissed (laughs) he's like he can't come up here Kim's uh, oh, and she's like come on ron don't be like that and he's like no seriously he can't come up here the weight capacity is is overbearing, and then Rufus shoves a nacho in his he mouth. Said it, he said it more funny than that, yeah. and less nerdy. Well, no, he says it, it's for two people, so we're already pushing it because I'm holding this slingshot. So that was a good joke ruined by that dumb, like, slingshot dangling thing. Yeah. And there's definite other jokes in this movie that I'm like, that was funny, and then Ron adds too much to it, and I'm like, it's a balancing act, you know? Yes. As a professional, they, they want you to laugh. This was made for children. They don't want you to laugh. Children love. are stupid and they need things spelled out for them. Plenty of good children's <laughs> Name movies. one. Toy Story? They needed stuff spelled out for them in that. <laughs> but then there's still, like, layers to the humor. Me. <laughs> oh, that's, thank that, you for saying that, that Sam. Like, that's, that's naughty. So it is prom now. They just fast forward. It's the day of the big dance. Mailby fast forward. The big no, dance. it's literally the next scene. Eric uh, picks up uh, Kim. I don't know why I was blanking on her name. Picks her up from her house. We get to see the twins fly out on rockets at this point. Because rockets. Always remember the rockets. And then they get to the dance. And Kim and Eric dance very stupidly. It reminds me... Because they don't have motion blur and animation, so every time they're doing something that's that intricate, it looks weird. I mean, maybe this was cool in 2005, but I would honestly say the the military marching dance-off that she has with Hilary Duff in Cadet Kelly was better than the dancing displayed in the... And You're by, saying that a live-action movie By her, has... I mean Christy Carlson Romano, not Kim Possible. Yes. You're saying that the added a third dimension <laughs> makes dancing better? I was just, you know, trying to make a funny joke about how this was done. 
story uh, Melby of also uh, glossed over Shigo finding out all the parts of Draken's plan saying oh I don't get it and Draken going if you don't get it that means Kim Possible doesn't get it because it's so stupid is someone gonna notice that someone named Ron and he goes somebody stop me and also Draken uh, can't remember Ron's name yes, yes. never can that, that is important. gets called back that Multiple is basically times. Ron's arc in this movie. <laughs> like Mr. Burns and Homer Simpson. So Ron doesn't go to prom. Say my name. Because he recognizes, Say my name. hey, I don't want to see Kim with Eric. I don't want to be like awkward in this situation for them. I'll let them have a nice prom. Everybody hurts his playing as he walks into the restaurant. So him and Rufus go to the taco restaurant to order a, a depressed meal of lots, as much food as they can get. It says $90. $90 worth. Uh, and this is where... His friend attendant there writes on his tray in hot sauce, evil, because he's like, there's some weird shit going on here. I'll let you lay out the funniest Ron joke in the movie. I didn't find it that funny. Wow. (laughs) You're the worst. I'm not that hit TV show from two years ago. Uh, So... (laughs) So Ron, he's upset about the changes throughout this movie that have happened with this new management. They've taken off menu items, but then... He has a straw he's taken out, and he says, this is the last straw, <laughs> and he's yelling this, and... Uh, the manager's like, no, we have more. Yeah, because it's more. not a bendy straw. He's like, this is the last straw. No, we've got more in the we've back. We've got more. And I think I kind of butchered that joke anyways, but it was actually, I actually enjoyed that joke. You got rid of the but then, bendy straw. But then they pushed it too far because then the guy's like, you're crazy about straws. I'm like, yes, thank you. That was the joke. <laughs> They have to do that. They're doing that on purpose. Like, it's like a joke killer. Like, they do it all the time. This is not Tim and Eric anti-comedy where the joke (laughs) is that it's not actually funny. It's just them taking it. Spelling it it out. We don't have... He's never been on the podcast. If he maybe lived closer, we would have him. But our friend, Sean, who maybe still listens it or not, this would be a Sean kind of moment where Sean just takes it one step too far and it just kills the joke. That's the Sean classic. Would you agree? Sure. Sam is now pro Sean. I don't remember a time where Sean <laughs> doesn't did remember Sean. I don't remember a time where Sean did that. Yeah, he was the director of Madhouse. 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 That's That'll just, be something we'll have to bring up at some point. That's just because you got fired. Yeah, see, that's a teaser. But we got no time. We gotta finish this we movie. Gotta finish it's the, so Bob. The show must go on. The show must just go, go on. Just go into it now so I can make fun of you while you're doing it. No. Next, I'm not going to be here. Next I'm, episode. I'm not going to be here when you actually bring next, I don't want this episode to be too long. Next Sam episode. There. That's a, yes. a whole new pod promise, and we never break promises. No, never. Uh, so Ron, with the help of Wade, is like, hey, dude, I dude, want dude, to dude. call the man- this owner of all these taco restaurants. And, then, and he always does it like, oh, it's going to be so hard. I'm going to have to do this. And now I'm done. Yeah, yeah, Wade like, does it every I gotta time. hack into the mainframe. Like Melby trying to have sex with a woman, he gets it quickly. Well, that's wow! Congrats, Lucas. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> that's both somewhat generous and. <laughs> so then, oh, who's on the other end of the phone? Well, it's Doctor Draken. Yes, had been hinted at, and he has. They've shown some of these before that I've forgotten to mention, like these little uh, devil toys called like little Diablo, Diablos, little Diablos that are. Hello Kitty adjacent little cutesy toys. But they're full and of Mr. electronics. And Nakasumi, the Japanese toy maker, sees them at one oh, point. Oh, it's his and design. And he says, that's my design. But yes. kids love them. 
They're collecting all of them, which is that there's actually only one, so it's really not that great of a Happy Meal toy line if you could just get exactly. one and done. Melby glossed over that, too. You didn't tell him about all the children of the world playing with it. Well, it's because it was maybe one of the more problematic aspects. I don't think it was. Oh, yes. They go to all the different they cultures. They go to Japan where the, the... kids all bow. They go to... That's because they're the very respectable people. Yes, they go to Alaska and the Eskimo children leave the... Uh, I believe they're... Cult. The Inuit children leave, but then it, then a cold wind blows. Yes, the cold wind There's blows. There's nothing racist and they about run that. Back it's in. about body heat. They run back inside. So it's then cold. these robot little There's toys. There's Australian people. A bunch of boomerangs come out. <laughs> I remember that one. I don't remember that one. Yeah, they're in France. And the kids come out with baguettes and, and baguettes. cigarettes. Drinking uh, <laughs> wine. Oui, oui. I love oui, oui. Diablo. You see a Diablo. skunk trying to have sex with a cat. Whoa. No. That's too problematic to be in the new Space Jam, but the droogs from A Clockwork Orange, throw them in the background. Yes. Oh, well, that, that is true. Yeah, you're right. What's going on? In the new Space Jam movie where they're just doing like the Ready Player One, like they throw got red all pop culture into of it. Pepe Le Pew. In the audience of one of the scenes where they just have like a bunch of Warner Brothers properties, there is... And I don't believe it was a Photoshop. The Droogs from a clock. No, yeah, I've orange. seen it. Yes. Was, was that the gang that that guy was yes. in? Yes. No, okay. The, like, rape so, the Pepe woman. Pew, who is, you know, maybe too forceful with that cat. But the guys who rape a woman in their movie while singing, yes. singing in the rain. The rape doesn't take place during the singing of the rain. <laughs> no, that's when they beat up the homeless guy, right? Exactly. Yes. I've been meaning to rewatch that movie since I read the book recently. Oh, Melby, I don't want to get you on a rant about Lola Bunny getting de-sexified for you. Well, this would be the episode Sad. to cover. <laughs> Depressing. Because uh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. That's what I've been hammering this whole time. <laughs> so yes, these little toy Diablos are actually evil robots, so they're slowly marching towards Ron, but he's able to outrun them on his also very slow scooter. That's because the robots have tiny legs. And he runs into... Prom. Prom. While he's going there, Wade is trying to contact Kim, but Eric is like, he can wait. This is Eric time. He's trying and to Kim's have like, sex with Kim Possible. Kim's like, you're right, it is She's Eric trying time. so... She hasn't kissed him yet. He but wants she wanted to get to. it in there yes. all good and sweet and give her that uh, goo that's inside of him. All good and sweet. The green goo, because the, he's a not that human. That is... Well, spoiler. Melby already said he's evil. Well, we didn't know he was a goo so man. So Ron busts into prom, record scratch, lights come up. Everybody's like, huh? And Ron's like, oh, crazy toys are coming. But they look outside, me. and there are no they crazy hide. toys. They hide up against, like, the posts of the Why do they pillars? need to hide? It is unclear. To make Ron look dumb. Yes, it's to make Ron look crazy, even though it lasts, like, 30 seconds. And also, people already think he's crazy or dumb, so what does it matter? Exactly. That's why I said, what was the point? This is actually a very good thing, because the evil villain's trying to get Kim Possible to not believe Ron. Oh. His, his flaw is... That's true. Kim Possible is so tight with Ron. Oh. So yeah, that is my next note, is that Kim believes Ron. That, yes, <laughs> She's this super is true. tight. They've known each other since pre-K. So they go to her house to That's talk true. to her dad... Uh, and he's like, it's the Hephaestus project. He stole it from my mind. It makes living metal. Which doesn't make any sense because he took all that knowledge out of his head to make it. So he shouldn't remember it like he did in you know, the octopus room. Maybe this yes, isn't the perfect movie. It is, though. 
so, so he says, oh, yeah, they can repair themselves. They can grow. Oh, that sounds bad. Nope. It's only going to happen if they get a, a control signal, which yes. then they immediately get from the taco restaurant the sign of a tomato tortilla or whatever. It was a taco that opens up. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to make this so <laughs> It looked weird. Creates a satellite dish, sends out uh, a signal to the robots, and they all turn into, like, Gundam-sized mech. They're big. Yeah. Big boys. It's They're big daddy robots. Big, yes, big daddy. <laughs> right. If you don't know what uh, Gundam Mech is, uh, Melpy's a nerd. I think Gundam is at least somewhat within the pop cultural. Only because of Gundam style. Subconscious. I don't know what well, you're talking Gangnam, about. It's Gundam, not no, Gundam style. Whatever. It's not Gundam style. <laughs> Gundam style. <laughs> I'm sure that parody <laughs> exists out there somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they look like robots. So this big is robot. so. There's a big action scene that happens at our house. This is where I went to the bathroom because the twins were helping with the rockets, and I'm like, yeah. I the don't whole care family about this. was Melby because the family that plans together stays together. Do they say that? No, stands together. That was my own original idea, and I think it was pretty. So clever. the fight eventually spreads out of the house. They get to the taco restaurant. They do something to break the sign. So then the signal stops, and the they return Melby, the toy Melby, size. Melby. You went to the bathroom, so you don't know this, but the rocket skates come back because the robots have rocket skates. Yes. That's crazy. And then they get the robot to destroy the signal, like she did with the laser and the goo people. All right. But apparently this was even still all according to Draken's plan. Because Melby also glossed it over because they said they're going to go worldwide with it at midnight, but he wants the town that Kim Possible... Details, details, details. I mean, very important <laughs> plot points are coming up here that crucial. he's just going by. So this, this is all is according crucial. to Draken's plan because He wanted while... to distract Kim Possible exactly. first yes. in Middleton, which is so, dumb. So that Shigo could capture Eric at the prom. Yes. Pretty easy for her to capture Eric, though. So we get a... Oh, drum- yes, pretty easy for a... Older lady to pick up a younger guy. That doesn't happen all the time in the movies you watch, Milby. Oh, if only. The animated (laughs) movies you watch. Oh, Oh, yes, Miss Elastigirl, I'll come with you. Oh, Oh. now we talk. Oh. Speaking of Elastigirl, we get a dramatic wardrobe change for Kim where she's wearing this white battle super suit. And it's raining. Well, it's not raining yet. yet. Okay, fair. And then they go to the taco restaurant's headquarters, which is where Dr. Draken is set up. Yeah. And he also has a dramatic costume change because he's wearing a bolo tie. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily think of it as like a a taco entrepreneur's picture, suit, but <laughs> uh, Picture the mayor of Albuquerque in that episode of The Simpsons where they try to move the team to Albuquerque. I think some of the way it's drawn is to imply that it might even be like a sequenced suit. It's a blue, maybe like rhinestone, shiny suit. Yeah, I think you're right. So Nobody Kim has been studying the queer eye for the straight wow. guy manual. <laughs> Just the manual, Just though, the not manual. the television Not the show. <laughs> It was uh, in the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> the, the, the Queer Eye Handbook. Hey, back Manual. when this show was going, that would have been a very I good pop culture. I, I mean, they, they brought it back. I got very it. good proper. <laughs> I got the Queer Eye Manual along with the Secret Spy Plastic Toys. Yes. I think I got that, too. So Shigo pops out. She's having a fight with Kim. Kim's uh, taking like her laser blasts and she morphs her hand into like a, as Sam described it, a high lie racket. Speaking of racket, right? High lie. Uh It's notorious for the matches being fixed. That was the joke. 
Uh, she wow. throws back Ooh. at her. <laughs> the funniest jokes are ones you have to explain. Shigo says, you don't know when to quit, which will come out two or three more times by the end of the movie in this ten minutes. <laughs> She's very determined. She is. And then, guess, no, you didn't mention who catches them first. The sumo ninja, who has a hilarious high picture. It was not intentional that I forgot the sumo ninja. (laughs) Yes, it's funny that he's a big fat guy, but he's got a high pitched voice. Yeah, and And it's so funny that Ron explains it to us and says, Hey, dude, stop talking. Your voice is so funny. Your voice doesn't match your body. It's hilarious. Yes. And you also glossed over the thing that saves them. Rufus? The lip balm that's also knockout gas. Okay, yes. Th- we're talking about the fight with Shigo, so this is even past the ninja. Kim Possible. No, the ninja comes too and starts fighting Ron. Kim Possible beats Shigo. And, and Ron's like, go, Kim, and he's punching the air, and then he elbows and punches the guy behind his back. kills him. Kills the big macho. Kills him dead. He kills, kills him. He's like, I've committed a murder. <laughs> Classic maneuver. Uh so then Eric walks out, and it's, oh, it's so nice. He, they hug each other, but uh-oh, wouldn't you know it? And I knew it. Eric evil. no good. He's a robot Parents man. Parents out there, not do, a not, robot man. do not let Eric near your dog. No, but what's his real name? What, yeah, what do they call him? Don't they call him Drone something, though? I don't fucking care. I thought you would have wrote it down. I absolutely Oh, I'm writing not. notes, and I'm just going to be but a he's shitty not. way of IMDb did not list him as Eric oh, slash no. whatever. <laughs> His yeah. name is Eric. Yes. Synthodrone number 928. That yeah. sounds Dumb dummy. Yeah. But he's not metal. He's that goo like we saw earlier. because he's th- synthetic. He's a robot. No, he's not. He's no. made of goo. He is the goo. That's just his There's power no source. inner mechanisms there. They all melt. That's God, true. I hate you so much. He's, he's a, a goo, robot. He's a goo man. You would have described in Mighty Morphin Power Trips, oh, these clay guys, they come up and do it. No, no. they're putty guys. <laughs> Putty. They're made out of putty. But he, like, shocks Kim Possible while yeah, he's hugging he her to knock her out. He does. That's not his goo power. His suit is electrified. His suit. <laughs> his suit that houses his internal gooness isn't a robotic the suit. The gooness is also electrified to get him to move. You dumb so, dumb. as I said, the gooness is power source. Oh, maybe. No, his power source is the sun. They're very green so, like, about their had, thing. He's just a skin for the goo. If I had a gaming computer goo. that had liquid coolant, would you be like, that's not a computer, that's a goo box? <laughs> <laughs> no, because there's inner mechanisms there. There's no inner mechanisms for this guy. Realistically, there's no way this guy can function. Did you see the goo. other ones that just <laughs> melted to the floor when they got punched but open? He didn't just melt. Synthodrones, he, he... synth is yeah, synthetic. Latin for, like, synthetic. Oh, why are you bringing in Latin to this? I'm talking about a cartoon. <laughs> there is no inner mechanism drone to do that. Drone means robot, roughly. Yes. So This was before drones existed. Eh, I think there were actual drones. Not, like, commercial ones, but they were probably bombing Iraq with some drones in 2005. No, they weren't. That was when Obama took over. Oh, no, um, Obama just did the most drone bombings, but I'm sure Bush did plenty, too. Anyways. Anywho. Remember Eric? He uh, backstabbed her because he's bad. And he's like kissing up on Shigo now. No, Shigo was kissing up on him. That's God, true. everyone sucks at storytelling here. Yeah, they were loving. I mean, we are talking about the Kim Possible movie. Yeah, it's way better than your favorite movie, The Road to Perdition. <laughs> I don't even think the that movie is that good. The Bridge to Terabithia. I had not seen that one. Uh, Ron tries to save Fido Kim. Fido Goes West. That's Let's a good one. Let's just name more ones. That's classic. 
We'll stop there. Yeah. American Tale, though. We're back. Five goes west. That's where that shit Money. hits. Money. The toaster goes to Mars. The yeah. brave little toaster. Whatever. Pop, so Ron tries to save Kim as she's knocked out in a very dramatic fashion of like, look, Ron's a hero, but he gets yes. knocked out too. Yes. No, he gets tripped. And knocked out. Yes. Because, because he... they both wake up and they're tied to some pillars. Kim is depressed because she's like, oh, Ron, I wanted to kiss Eric, but I didn't. Who could ever love me? And I'm like, bitch, you're Kim Possible. Everybody would be down Everybody to get with you. you. Especially no, Kevin it's, of the chess team. It's called setting up a world. Not everyone likes her. She thinks she's yeah. high maintenance because she saves the world. I mean, I would not say Her parents are doctors. She's not going to go for the dumb football player. And then Ron senses, I can get it in because she's depressed. So yeah, he gives her a pep talk and says, I don't know, you're Kim Possible, which, Avi... Uh, and then Rufus uh, pops man. out and then chews through the Oh, ropes. my God, Mel. <laughs> He's like, there's going to be a guy for you out there or in here. And then she goes, really, Ron? You feel that way? Yes. It's the whole emotional arc of the whole thing. Oh. But Melvin was just going to go, oh. And then Ruf- the Rufus comes and bites Well, the- I think it was more like, oh, there's a guy out there for you. And Rufus pops out and says, Rufus. And then she's like. Rufus. 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 So she's like excited. She's like, Rufus is the guy for me. But then she's like, he is the guy for me because he can chew through these ropes. Now, aren't you glad, listener, that we covered that nonsense for 30 seconds? Oh, the whole emotional arc of the entire film? He chewed through the ropes. He didn't chew through the ropes. He tried to. He couldn't do it. He He used the laser lipstick. It comes back. Airtight script. Uh, (laughs) I look down at my notes to... Yeah, you're looking down at a lot of things, Mr. Snooty you know, of the actually, films. They cover me here. I say Rufus saves them somehow, so I have all the odds in the world. Too much. So then there's a climactic showdown between Shigo and Kim Possible on the roof. And it's raining. It's now. raining. It's very raining. cool. The cover art has been laid. And Ron is fighting Eric in a very one-sided battle. Stuff happens. <laughs> Stuff. You know, it more action fight between Kim and Shigo, more Ron getting thrown around by Eric. Uh, oh, also, Kim has a gun. Melby yeah, forgot to mention that. She's got a gun, but it looks like a laser gun, but then it's it like, shoots like it's a darts, gun. and Rufus is in the dart or something. No, Rufus, oh my god. Somehow Rufus gets into like the sock of Eric, oh, and he pops shut out, up. <laughs> and he chews a hole in Eric because he's made of goo. You are just glossing over this whole climactic fight. I mean, I kind of think I did it somewhat justice. No, Eric hits the gun away, and then Ron tackles Eric, but the gun's going to fall off the roof, and who saves it? That's right, Rufus. Rufus. And then Eric's all, Rufus sucks. I hate you, you dumb bitch. Wow. And then somehow they were like by the the big signal thing because they the, end up because they went up on the roof to get to it. No, but I'm saying like they, they weren't there, and all of a sudden Eric is over by it. So that then when impossible shoots and Eric uses his synthetic gooness to phase over there and so, yeah. catch the dart midair. So then Rufus pops out, chews a hole in him. No. Kim says, Rufus didn't like that comment you made about him. I just want this fucking movie. <laughs> and then Rufus comes. I'm sorry I want to give the listener an experience where they actually know what the fuck's going on. <coughs> I mean, 
if you want that, just watch the movie. That's... We'll go through the movie in exhausted enough detail to the point where you actually don't know what happened in yeah, the movie. It's bullshit. But you listen You're to just a bunch of doing a shitty job summarizing it. Major plot points glossed over. All right. So then through Eric's death, it destroys the signal tower. Yes. Because he melts. Ron kind of captures. And it falls on it. Ron kind of captures Draken and Ron says, what's my name? Say my name. And Draken does remember it. He no, says, he gets there. Ron Stoppable. Goes, Ron Ru- says, you're goddamn He Ron. didn't say Ron Stoppable. <laughs> he said Stoppable. Because so, he can't remember his first name. Ron's arc is completed. It was not to get with Kim. It was for Draken to remember yes. his name. Even though I don't think there was ever a point where it should have, like, jogged his mind at any point. He, so he, he, he worked his it. way through it. He goes, rah, rah. <laughs> uh, and then Kim has basically the lamest one-liner to... Uh, she go where she says hey you know what i hate and she goes says what and then kim goes you she go had a line there that wasn't what <laughs> but it was really terrible like she kicks her into the laser the laser collapses on she go it's like the ending of the lion king where simba throws off scar and commits a murder there were there was plenty of witty writing even with kim where she says like hey School and boys, that's tough. This fight scene right now, Dr. Draken, that's easy. She so doesn't say this fight scene. <laughs> yes, Sam, please. She's not, breaking the, she's not going, oh, damn. We've got Ron Stoppable walking out of the movie to explain all my jokes. Oh, the animators are really drawing this good. I did not say that because I kind of assumed since this seems to have just been like three television episodes, at least treated within the canon, that this probably just had the budget of three of the cartoon episodes. So I didn't really find the animation really, like, dialed up a notch or anything. Prom is still going on. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's watching on TV with the janitor. And Bonnie's there. Really, I feel like Bonnie underutilized. Underutilized? Yeah, Raven Simone. No, that's Monique. Oh, Monique. Well, you didn't even mention Monique at all. I mentioned her at the very beginning of the movie because she's talking to her on the phone. Yes. Uh, I mentioned them getting naked at the mall, trying on clothes. Hey, I mean, that's what you fixated on, Sam. Not me. So that was No, just... the only thing that goes up for is because Ron's also getting naked. It's if, weird. If that was more of a, a dialed up uh, wardrobe trying on scene, I would have remembered it. But they just tried on like two dresses and only one of them was slightly goofy. And then Ron came out in his underpants. So Bonnie, at the prom, she's like, oh my god, Ron and Kim Possible are dating. And she has a very annoying laugh. Yeah, she's making fun of them, but everybody is silent. And then they applaud. They love it. Which doesn't make any fucking sense, because she saved the day so many fucking times, and they never applauded for her. Well, that's the only thing Well, because they weren't dating yet. Yes, because everyone wanted to know where this crazy train was going. So that's my question is, are they applauding because she saved the day? Because they're together. Or because they're together. Everybody saw that they were... Honestly, I'm more Everyone saw that they were the perfect match this whole time. Ron sucks. Uh, Kim is way too... Ron great. (laughs) Ron Ron is good. Kim is uptight. Too uptight. And Ron's one of the Kim is tight. I won't say what I was going to say. Kim is tight. Too tight. Uh, anyways, You're welcome. Everybody cheers them being a couple, and they celebrate by slow dancing to a song by Christy Carlson Romano. Yes. Or is it by Kim Possible? Oh, maybe she you know, recorded the it... song on the drive to the prom to go right when she was starting macking on Ron. And I would put it at the end of this episode, but Disney would definitely get on my we ass. We would get striked. And then we see outside of the school, the school sign says the end. And it's like, was that the theme of prom that year? Yes, because their school year is coming to an end. And 
that was the, the end, end of Kim Possible. So the drama was it deserving of that Did title? Was there the enough drama? drama in this movie? I think there was a lot of drama, internal drama. Uh, yes. Yeah, there was between Kim and layers. Kim and Ron. Ron was maybe a little more vocal about it because of the sadness montage. So before we get into our kind of final wrap up thoughts about this. I need to bring up our, we're supposed to have it be a recurring segment, but I forgot about it last episode, which we'll make up here. And I have come up with the title for this segment now, which is Never Remember. Because this is the segment where we discuss whether the main characters of this Disney Channel original movie, whether they could have prevented 9-11 from happening. (laughs) So 9-11, we're told to never forget. But if it didn't happen, we would never need to remember it. So that is the title of this uh, Uh, segment. So play some uh, dramatic patriotic heartstringy music here uh, where were you booting your ass it's the american way where were you when you forgot about flight and whatever the fuck it was yeah. rock flag and eagle <laughs> so so could kim possible and ron stoppable easy yes kim possible obviously could have stopped 9 but would ron no. would ron no. have did no. something to prevent no. it kim possible saves twin towers ron would have tried to save the pentagon but he Ron lets the plane crash in the field. No, you all are wrong. Kim and Ron didn't start saving the day till 2002. Three. Before then, they were just I hanging mean, out, having a good time. 2002 rolls around and goes, Hey, I have cheerleader skills. I can maybe stop terrorism. I, I think they she stopped. Was, it was an inspiration. So was the 9-11 first... was an inspiration. Yeah. It inspired them to, to save the, the world. Day. become a part of the security She's become the vigilante <laughs> justice so in of the, first the American episode, people. Thank you very much. In the first episode of Kim Possible, yeah. is, <laughs> the is, Twin is, Towers are falling and she goes, <laughs> never again. So in the first episode of Kim Possible, is she already established as a super spy? I don't or is fucking that her remember. I it's been so. so you want me to look it up? Been, I will. No, I don't care. So it's been 16 years, Lucas. But the bigger question is, which we didn't discuss, <laughs> 17 no, years. Kim, Kim Possible's going to go stop 9/11, and then Ron. This Stoppable time we get away. Here's it's been one week. <laughs> she stops and the first he can't plane. Stop singing and dancing, and everyone's distracted. It's a very. She stops song. the first plane. Ron causes the second one to crash into the towers. There wasn't actually any planes because jet fuel can't melt steel beams. That's true. Uh, but, but the bigger can, question a, a is... A plane flying into it can weaken steel. Which we didn't cover last episode was the main character of Buffalo Dreams, who I don't even remember his name. Could he have stopped 9-11 from Can happening? you give me a, a little summary so I can weigh in on this guy? Well, Absolutely I can tell not. you that all he would need to do is sing Lean on Me yes. by Bill Withers. Oh, that's because right. Because that was a song they used to calm down the Lean buffalo. On me. So he sang to the, he sang to the Al-Qaeda terrorists. Is there, is there a buffalo that needs to be calmed? Yes. Or? Is that the whole premise well, of the Well, you could say Al-Qaeda is... No, the, tell the me about the story so I can get in on this. Uh, he likes to ride bikes. Okay. He is a fish out of water moving to New Mexico. All right. And he befriends some Navajo people oh, okay. and a hippie kid. And they sing to Buffalo to calm down a stampede. All right. Clearly, he could have Weird used the knowledge that the Native Americans gave him about, you know, tracking and sensing danger oh. to, yes, then stop 9-11. 
Actually, the... he could stop one. Pl- he's not magical enough like Kim Possible to stop multiple planes. So he would have been within the intelligence agencies to be like, hey, here's this information we have about a potential terrorist no, attack. No, he would mail and it, it wouldn't in have been using dismissed. the snail mail. It wouldn't have been dismissed like it actually was by uh, our security state because, you know... Bush did 9 11. Oh <laughs> just kidding. Is this whole segment you uh, just bringing up your right wing views? Uh, no, this whole segment is, I don't even know what it is. But it's over now. It's good, and we'll have it next week. But if you want The real wait, question is Shigo and Draco, or whatever his name is, are they. A thing? Are they starting 9 11? Oh. Mm. And she's she's driving like, that jet, and then it happens, and they look at each other like we've gone too far. We gotta, we gotta reel it back here. <laughs> Let's start just tormenting this high schooler. Yeah, yeah, that's, that definitely seems like the the logical evolution for them. But if you want to write in and wait, I in, always thought that Shigo was her his daughter. Yeah, is that what you thought? That's what I thought. I always thought that as well. But in this film, it, it turned definitely it was not the felt Im- like that. Definitely not the impression no. that I got. But you can like write the in- mighty mighty Boston's <laughs> Uh, that's the impression I got that that they were yes, not daughter and father. How much of this is getting into the actual thing? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Nothing I've had. We'll see. Uh, but you can write into us at a whole new pod at gmail dot com. Tell us, hey, I think what you just said about nine eleven was kind of disrespectful, <laughs> but you probably should get used to it at this point. Yes. Or you, I think enough time is. You can say Lucas is horrible at recapping movies. Yes, do that. Care which, of Sam Blazing says you suck. Which if that happens at whatever they're uh, if that happens and mass, then the podcast is canceled because <laughs> I don't think Jacob is going to recap all these movies. No. You can subscribe, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Google. Leave a comment that Melby sucks at storytelling. I mean, whatever hey, your rating is. Exactly. I'll probably read it. I read the one that they said that they loved Telejohn's voice so much. <laughs> exactly. Anything that'll be hurtful to Mel. Which was clearly He's written. the only one who hasn't gotten a comment. <laughs> last, last episode, I sent out the plea of like, hey, say something nice about nice me. about me. Nothing. 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 Exactly. Three weeks of nothing. Since the last episode, nothing. But that does remind me of an email we actually got. Oh. That what did Melby send himself? No, I mean this is a it's a stupid email, but I did not send it. Melby intentionally it. making it stupid so it wouldn't catch up. Why does on. this have so to this be stupid? In from stupid. Carlos, who says, Carlos. "Hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. <laughs> I have some cool information that might interest you." I like how he was insulting the person that wrote it. Well, you'll kind of see why. <laughs> Your podcast, a whole new pod, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings last thirty days. Position 124 in the category Film Reviews, Canada. Position 155 in the category Film Reviews, United States. This data is provided by PodStatus.com. Happy podcasting, Carlos from PodStatus. So my understanding is I do not believe either... We're this top is, 150, baby. Is, Let's go. Either this is true, and it's the state of podcasts out there is much more dire than I thought, or this is like a, a tie with like a thousand other podcasts, or based on the digging that I did around with different ranking sites than pod status is, this is completely not accurate. We're top 150. Uh, so this is, yeah, he probably wants me to join in so that he can basically just harvest he didn't Data say anything about that, Melby. He no, was trying he to didn't. give you a compliment, he and you're here shitting all he over did, him. He did. It's all like this asshole who says we're doing a good job. It's a lie, though. It's oh, definitely not true. I want to believe it. Probably, oh, this guy thinks we're good. Better we're up, tear him to shreds. We're, we're not t- even the top Disney Channel original movie podcast. No. Yet. Yet. 
product. Look at this asshole trying to say I'm doing a good job. My can, name's Lucas Melvin. You can help us Wahoo. get to be in the top by following us or subscribing to us on YouTube. 250. Everyone wants you to. If even if you give him a nice compliment, he's gonna shit yep. all over you. 250. We're a quarter way to thousand. You know, we're getting I, there. You know, I'm just, I'm, you know, not confident in myself, and I deflect. Just that believe by it. Saying we're terrible. I just believe it. Uh, I guess we didn't really give our final thoughts on this movie. It was fine. I, 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 I it mean, wasn't it, a situation like with like Jet Jackson or whatever where I'm like, maybe I should watch Kim Possible. I, I was know. kind of underwhelmed. The animation was basically just normal television. Maybe like animation. more of the villains that combine with uh, Shigo and. Uh, eh, I mean, I say Draco. This, that's what I think. It was, I mean, it was only 69 minutes. This is yeah. Spider Man 3, you know, was probably like two hours and they had three villains and that was too many. So, yeah. you know, you got to keep it. I mean, they kind of had three villains in this movie. What, you're talking Big Daddy? Oh, Eric. 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 (laughs) I think Big Daddy. But but, but but he was was a new villain. He was new. He wasn't even really a villain. No. He was was, was a blob. He was a crime syndicate. Hey, man. Everybody's got to make some money somehow. Cool. You know what this I didn't hear what he said. I said you don't do it with this podcast. That that is 100% true. This podcast is a money pit. It's not profitable. It's not. It's mo- not. Is no, it monetized? Some that being more. said, Squarespace. It's not monetized from fucking Jacob Telejohn. How would you make a set with Squarespace? Squarespace, give us some money. Now. That's not. Unfortunately, that's not how advertising how works. How about a is, Pepsi? Pepsi, give us some money. No, I, Pepsi. I'm pretty sure they don't advertise on podcasts. Probably get Red Bull. That one where you like shave your balls or whatever. Manscaped. Manscaped. We could get. Yes. They're on lots of podcasts. Yes. And no, Harry's Racers. <laughs> Harry's, that's Dollar Shave Club. All right, so let's. This has been a fun episode. Happy to have Sam back. But Always. We're we'll going to wrap it we'll up. We'll see here. him in another nine months. Not list off just a bunch of products that were not sponsored. I'm by. sorry that I want to make you money. <laughs> All right, so we have been a whole new pod. I have been Lucas Melby. And I am still Jacob Telejohn. And we'll give the final word to one. Samuel Blazing. I was waiting for my intro there. So what do you want to send us out with, Samuel? So our the county that we live in, I'm going to be vague about it because Melby's real weird about giving out his location. No, I mean, you literally just said you the just town said we where lived we live. <laughs> so. I said Kansas before and you said Minnesota, so yeah, you yeah. blew my spot. Still. Nobody listens to the show to talk The chlamydia anyways. capital of Minnesota. Not that these two have to worry about that. Nor me, because I have a wife. And that is the true anti-STD. think this is a violation of students' rights that must stop immediately, if not sooner. I want to meet the student in charge of this system, and I'll see that it stops. Mm, here's a picture. Huh? It's a girl? Oh, yeah. You're right about that. She can violate my rights if... Hey!